This is a Capricorn FM podcast. We're talking first-time ownership of land and property. It's a mountain that many people, many young South Africans, have said they would rather die on. And so we've called in an expert to help us avoid some rookie mistakes that can end up costing us in the long run, especially when it comes to buying property and land. Mladelo Baloyi, famously known as Lady Wa Property, joins us on the line. Usually when we have an expert, D, especially a property expert, we have a white male. That we are talking to Yeah, right? I believe so You yeah. know, it's, that's just the usual yeah. expert that we have And so we, when we have a black female yeah. It's such a powerful moment for I was me. I was literally waiting for you to say We're going to be speaking to a Kuobas van der Marvel or <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's just Mulatelo Baloye Mulatelo, right. welcome to Just Drive Thank you guys so much for having me How are you? We are, we good, are good in good, thank you I am awesome. Right. I am awesome. Do you find that more and more people regret the choices that they made when it comes to the first property or the first land they ever bought? I think, yes. I think the conversation is, I am in it. It's costing me thousands of money and I cannot just sell it. It's not an asset that you can just remotely decide overnight that it's not working. Yeah. I want to sell it. Um, I think I've, I've seen a lot of those come into my inbox and ask me a lot of questions. And then um, that prompts an interest in me or my passion <laughs> broke through in that what I thought was common knowledge really is not common, that people are not taking full accountability for their buy. And it's not because they do not want to, but because they do not know better. Hmm. So how do I know, Miladelo, when my property was worth the investment how long does it take after buying the property do i know or okay this was quite worth it or nah this might have been a mistake i think as a property investor and i think that's the mindset that i'm trying to instill into home buyers we say that you make money from day one right um i always say the reason why you bought your property will actually inform whether it's a good investment or not Right, okay. or if it's still aligned to the reasons why you bought it, I can give just a slight uh, um, an example. Right, mm-hmm. um, you buy a property, you get into it's a new development, you get into it, and then you realize that actually it's cracking. Right, it might have been in the best area for you and your family. It might actually exhaust everything that you need, but it's not structurally sound then it just decomposes the idea that it's a good property investment. So there's various there's various answers to your question, really, because it's not a one um, a one-fold answer to say that it is or it isn't. It's situational, and it's such information that a person needs that they can make better informed decisions that can help them in their property buying process. All right, so. Look, right now the conversation that is going on on social media is that at the rate that things are going regarding property, people are better off renting than actually buying because one has more costs than the other. So please take us through this analogy and maybe share your thoughts on that as well. So here's the conversation. It's it's, it's a personal one and I'll give you both um, examples. Mm-hmm. You have property investors that do not necessarily actually own the, their property. They actually buy property and rent it out depending on their strategy and they actually make money from it that can actually pay for their rentals. The reason is that it doesn't make make financial sense for them to actually be staying in the property because their lifestyle does not require that of them, right? One of the reasons is what type of a lifestyle do you need? 
uh, do you lead? Are you a person that stays on a property for like 75% of the time or are you always on the road? So now you're eroding your capital away because you don't need that property. You can actually stay in, in an Airbnb and it might be actually cheaper for you, right? And then you have pe- people that have a family, right? Um, that feel that buying a property is the best decision for them because they are looking at the expected um, value, the future expected value of the property. Um, the intention behind it is ownership. They want to leave something for their children, right? Yeah. As an investment or as a lifestyle, meaning that the kids will always have something to go back to, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have people that understand the property game. They're not really buying it to stay in it, but they, they're buying it so that in the near future, they can use it as an offset and use it as a vehicle to generate wealth. Mm. So what I mean by that is that there's people that understand that in most instances, it's not always the case. In most instances, a property has a lower interest rate when you go to financial institutions, right? You can lend against it better than any other interest rate that can be provided by other uh, vehicles. Like a car might cost you like 20% to actually get financed against it. Then actually when you take money off from your asset, uh, from your home in this instance. So people use property for different reasons. And those reasons inform whether it's a good investment or not. So your why is very important in property. Don't buy property because everybody's buying it, because they're saying it's an asset. Buy it because you understand the reasons behind it. You understand the intention and you understand how exactly it becomes an asset to you. All right. So we're in Limbobo, right? And of course, predominantly surrounded by villages. And more of us are now opting to buy land uh, or get stand in our, get stands in our villages and build there. What mistakes do people still make, uh, mostly when taking the step of buying land and building, especially when it comes to borrowing from the bank in order to still build? So this is a very, very interesting conversation. I love this conversation. So when you're buying land from the villages, the first thing when before you actually go and actually buy the actual land is for you to understand if financial institutions are willing to lend you money to build in that area, right? Yeah. What do I mean by that? Is it going to be a home loan, which might have lower interest rate, or will it be a revolving uh, loan, right, which normally has a bit more um, higher interest rate than you'd find in your home loan, right? And you need to understand that if that is the case, most banks do not finance you 100% for that uh, process, for that, for, for building of your home. You might get up to 70% sometimes if you're lucky. That's if you take care of your credit record, right? Yeah. And there's very, that's, that's, that's this example. I think it's more applicable for, I think, if I can say young professionals that are starting off their life and do not have much to back it up at the bank, right? Mm. So you're just like me. You just started working. You're like, listen, um, my job or my lifestyle is back at home. I want to build in those areas. And then the other conversation that we always have is you need to ensure that you can take transfer on that land. What do I mean? Is it municipal land, right? Because with municipal land, it can be registered at the deeds office, right? Yeah. Or is it, is it from the traditional, uh, um, I think it's Baba Vita Dukhoshi, right? Yes. Is it from them? Because in that instance, I think they give you a title of, it's not even a title deed, it's a title of acknowledgement that you bought 
some land from them. It doesn't necessarily mean that the land is in your name. So you get such challenges when you want to actually um, give it off to your kids, to your offsprings, as as as, as an investment in the in the longer future or in the nearer future. And then the other conversation that I always give people is that um, don't make. Oh, and this is my view, right? But right. uh, people always say that it's cheaper to build a home. I have this big home, um, this big house back at home, and it will be easier for me to do that. But you're spending 80% of your life in town, right? But you're taking most of your capital back home. You need to have these conversations that is it necessary? Do I need to build this huge house back at home? What is, what, what's the purpose of it? And can't I, shouldn't I have used capital in a much better way? So these conversations are important because they inform your financial health. Because you don't want to have a large chunk of money just standing at home, perhaps in a house that you can't even easily sell or sell at the value that you built it, yeah. and you're in town and you're struggling financially. I care about so a key, key investment for when you retire, Malazi. Yeah, but most, most people are so. <laughs> It's, 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 I, I love that conversation, but I think, um, lucky enough, I have a home as well in Bobo and it's my mother's house, right? But my conversation is this. Um, are you really going to retire and go back home? Do you need that much of a bigger space back at home? Um, I think that's my conversation because we are using so much capital back at home. We are seeing these large houses, which is a beautiful concept. But the question is, um, with the current state of our country, do we necessarily need to be taking so much capital and drawing it back home where it's not needed, whereby you could have actually used the capital and bought an investment and bought a, and bought a property that brings you cash flow that, that is an asset or bought a different asset vehicle that can actually propel your life into a better situation. And I think mm. it, it differs for each person, but that's my conversation. All right. Um, quite yeah, a lot nah. to chew on there. Yeah, we've run out of time, unfortunately, Mulatelo. But I'm sure you host spaces that are very, very informative. You can follow Mulatelo at Ladi underscore, right? Yes, that she, is my profile on Twitter. She hosts That's beautiful spaces me. where you can get to learn more about property. That is Mulatelo Baloi, also known as the Property Lady. Mulatelo, thank you so much. Okay, thank you so much for having me, guys. All right, cheers. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.